you are about to hear from Inspirado Projecto. You will never be the same. Wowzers. Wow, capital Zers. What you just heard there was from Maria Humphreys from the podcast, Strong Body, Strong Soul. That was so cool of you, Maria. She's always leaving just wonderful messages for people all across the pod, pod sphere. Dropping in hints of encouragement, uh, commenting on their episodes. It's beautiful. It's awesome. What I love most is the fact that I don't go back and I don't, I, I mean, I just don't listen to my podcasts. I really don't go back and listen to them. So I, I forget what the heck I talk about in those a lot of times. And, sh- and I'm sure a lot of you who listen to this can probably agree that I repeat a lot of the same subjects, a lot of the same things. Ideally, they are subjects that uh, don't irk you too much. However, rest assured that these subjects that uh, come up these themes, these theories, these theorems that continue to come up are in fact based in the idea of calling forth the highest joys and excitements within myself and within each and every one of you. Thinking to what those elements are that you absolutely love when you really feel alive, when you're plugged into those elements, when you're around those people who encourage your madness to flow, your stream of consciousness to go, 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 so, 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 I found this. Some might call it found poetry. Others might call it a scam. Others might just call it a fun little story. So, I received this email. I looked in my spam folder just to see what was hanging around in there. By the way, thank you, Maria, for for your... Oh, that, that was the one real quick thing that I wanted to say before I get to this. Uh, is that because I create these podcasts, I just make them, make them... A lot of times I forget what I was talking about. And what's fun is when Maria comments about something that was in the podcast, and then I have to go back in my brain, because I don't know which podcast she's commenting on. It could be a recent one. It could be one from, you know, 100 million episodes ago. <laughs> it could be could be anywhere within there, which is beautiful about the time travel aspect of making podcasts and listening to podcasts. It's happened on quite a few times on my podcast where you think you're listening to the same night or the same morning or the same afternoon, but it's a different day. It might be two days later. It might be three days later. That's what's fun. It's all documented. It's all happening now. Further evidence that it's all happening now. Ow, ow. It's all happening now. Isn't it interesting? I'm putting this down. You're listening to it. You're listening to it in the future so to speak, according to the, to the earthling, earthling uh, uh, time, time space, uh, who's he, what's it's, <laughs> the wibbly, wibbly wobbly things, you know. <laughs> so you, you're, I'm saying this right now. You're listening to this in the future, but you're listening to it right now too. <laughs> I mean, God, man, it's brilliant, right, to try to wrap our brains around that idea. So my, my future self, if I were to listen back on this, my future self, so my, okay, should my future self choose to listen back on this, this is happening in the past. My future self is listening to it. My future self knows what I said. Isn't that interesting? Sometimes our future selves don't know what we said. Which sometimes is why... Um, it's fun to play around with the idea of inventing stories. We can invent our own past, our own histories. Who knows? Who's there to vouch for it? Just ask Angeline. You know who Angeline is? Look her up. A-N-G-E-L-Y-N-E. She used to have a whole series of billboards all across Hollyweird. What was she promoting, people asked. Well, she was just promoting herself. The first self-made celebrity, long before Kim Kardashian, long before Paris Hilton, 
long before Telly Savalas and Hervé Villachez, long before those guys, we had Angeline, self-promoter extraordinaire. And she made her own history up. There's an article semi-recently I read where they found out her true identity, her real background. They promised to deliver the skinny, the real deal, the scoop, the facts about who Angeline actually truly is, was, uh, will be. So she used to have these billboards all over the place. She still drives around in her pink Corvette you could see her all about all about town, and I I had once came up with this idea about how cool it would be uh, for uh, guys who come to Hollywood, and I'm thinking maybe this would have to be a period piece because those billboards were all over the place, and they keep seeing these billboards. Oh my gosh, who's this Angeline? Who's this Angeline? Who's this Angeline? I know when I first got here and I was looking around at the billboards, uh, Andy Smith, my roommate at the time, he had a computer. I didn't even have a computer, so I was looking on there. Okay, who's Angeline? Who's Angeline? The internet was so slow, I couldn't see any of the videos that were on the website. For some reason, they weren't coming up. I saw photos. She was always hidden behind her sunglasses. Uh, and so I always wondered, is she an, an actress? What's the deal? What, what, what is it? Well, no, that wasn't it. It was just she just was what she was. I was what I was, and that's all that I was. Agagagagagaga. Isn't it interesting how uh, Popeye kind of sounds like Tony Danza? Maybe Tony Danza could play the next Popeye. Hey, how you doing? I'm Popeye the Sailorman. (coughs) 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 I can imagine him as Popeye. I can imagine it. I can imagine it. I can imagine it. So it's just fun when Maria Humphreys goes, says some wonderful kind words about something. Which you'll hear in a podcast or two. Each podcast I like to put at least one, at least one message that comes through the pipeline, that comes through the messages here. That's what's so fun about Anchor, you guys, if any of you just, if you've always wanted to make a podcast, you, specifically you, who's gone, I don't know, I don't know what the heck I want this podcast to be about, switch, you know, allow yourself to switch the definition of what you think about making them and what um, what a podcast should be. Just get rid of all that. Get rid of all that. This is your playground. This is your this is your opportunity. It's like someone goes, "Okay, we're giving you we're giving you the ability to be the production designer of this scene that's going to be taking place in this movie. We're giving you full run of all these colors, these materials, these artisans, these craftsmen, all these people who are good at what they do. You're given access to all, to all this. Go ahead. Do what you want. And if you do not have what you wish you had, work with exactly what is there. Work with exactly what is there. Anchor.fm, this app is phenomenal. It enables us to work with what we have here. This is the only reason why I'm doing a podcast. <laughs> uh, this is the only reason why I'm, I'm I, 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 okay, that's retarded. That's ridiculous. Let's scratch that, reverse it. The only reason why you're doing a podcast, hold on, I got to step in here. Kurt, the, you're telling me the only reason why you're doing a podcast is because of Anchor, the Anchor app? Well, I've always wanted to do a podcast and people told me I've, you know, they, they, they think I should do a podcast I just didn't want to get all the microphones, uh, paying for studio time, whatever, whatever any of that stuff is. Everything started from something. Isn't that interesting? 
Most electronic stores started in someone's garage. Most restaurants started as hot dog stands. What did that hot dog stand start as? Someone making hot dogs in their kitchen and someone going, wow, you, you, your special recipe, whatever you do, I think people would be interested in buying it. And they go, oh, yeah, you really think so, Frank? And they say, yeah. So he goes out and he gets a hot dog cart and he gives it a try. Sure enough. And the people just keep lining up, lining up. Give me them tasty dogs. And then the, before you know it, there's too big of a line. They got to build a location to, to hold all these people. People are getting grumpy. So what does he do? He opens his first restaurant. His first uh, hot dog uh, place. And now all of a sudden it grows, grows, grows. So that's what it's like with these podcasts. So the only reason is not just because Anchor exists and it's the easiest way to make a podcast ever and you can bypass all that stuff. Um, it's, it's about preserving information for my future self to listen to in, in, in the future. Should he ever decide to check on what's, what he did throughout his life? Some people write their stuff down in diaries. Some people write them down in journals. This is my diary, my journal, so to speak. And you're invited to listen in. You're invited to participate. Isn't that crazy? This is the first journal, a.k.a. diary, that one could read where the reader, the listener, actually participates in what will go into that journal. Isn't that crazy? How beautiful is that? This is a digital journal. Digi journal, some might even call. Digi, digi, digi journal, some might even call. I invite you to listen. I don't require you to listen. I don't, my heart's not broken if you're not listening. I suggest any of you who are listening who want to start a podcast, get anchor.fm, get it onto your phone. If you have children, this is a great way, perfect way to document your life for your children. The things that you did. My God, I would have loved to. I, I, you know, I'm so, I, well, I was going to say, for, I would love, I would have loved to have come across um, cassette recordings, reel to reel recordings of my grandpa talking about you know, growing up or doing stuff or who knows what. Uh, and I'm so thankful that he recorded their life, a lot of their stuff on 16 millimeter. And then my dad ended up recording a lot of our stuff on Super 8 millimeter. So, like, I'm grateful for that. However, I would have been astounded to read. Like, it's just great reading my grandpa's old uh, journals. I found, we found, a, there were a couple of schedulers that that he wrote in gosh my actually quite a few and it's just simple stuff went to the store did this did that meditated meditated he meditated every almost every single day now it makes sense why he was so calm he'd go grandpa how how you doing and he'd say oh i can't complain that was his that was his answer i never heard him complain i never heard my grandma complain just amazing just astounding so to read those journals, that's really cool. Now my head would explode if I heard stuff with my grandpa talking on it. So, you know, in a sense, you who are listening to this, you are the grandpa or the grandma. You could be a grandpa or a grandma, you know, a future grandpa or grandma to, you know, kids of your own blood and or just those who come across this in the future. As we're seeing now with the six degrees of separation through, you know, the invention of uh, social networks, we get to see, oh, wait, you're friends with that person? How the heck are you friends with that person? I went to high school with that person. I went to junior high. I went to elementary school with that person. And now I met you out here in California, and it turns out, you know, that you somehow know this person. Those kinds of things are extraordinary.
extraordinary. So, having said that, knowing, knowing that just by the men mere mention of someone that we happen to be associated with, that we both get a good vibe from, you ever notice that? You mention someone's name to someone, and, and, and you both have a good rapport with that person, and you know that person is a good person, and you both vouch for that person, and you know that that person vouches for you too. Now that means you two can vouch for each other. It's a very, it's a, it's very fast. It's a, it's a very quick shortcut. Uh, what was it? Oh, I know. Most recent one. Uh, my sister-in-law Monica. She's got her own Etsy store, and she sells jewelry. Check it out. It's Momo C. M O M O S E A. Momo C. She incorporates a lot of shells and beach beach uh things into into what she's creating a lot of beach themes momo c she's on etsy and it turns out that a woman on there okay so they they now live out in nashville and a woman through there bought some of her jewelry and it turns out that she was from a a town close by that we grew up near let's say Downer, Downers Grove or Schaumburg or I don't know something like that Elmhurst who knows and and it, it turns out wait oh no I know what it was it turns out that they found out that that woman lived in their same town and I think she emailed them and then she ended up finding out that this woman who ordered the jewelry through her happened to at one time date our, our Josh's and my childhood friend Chuck. Our childhood friend Chuck Ernest. He grew up next door to us. It turns out that this girl out there in Tennessee came from a similar area that we grew up dated our next-door neighbor, and now uh, my sister-in-law, Monica, and her are, are hanging out. They're friends out there now. It's, it, it's amazing how that stuff works. So, having said all that, this is why I think it's important to keep your podcast going. Keep these journals here. Keep this, um, keep this diary going for, for, your, for your brothers, for your sisters, for your mom, for your dad, for anyone. Anyone. It's like any great novel that or any any novel any any novella any haiku booklet for that matter it's like anything that's been created it's there for someone else to read and come across and you never know just like when I, I'm sure when you read a good story or you come across a, a character in a movie that you really associate with and you go oh my god this is amazing I could totally be friends with that character if they're in real life. Or I could totally be friends with that author of this story. You have that resonance. Reminds you. It inspires you. That's what these are for others. There might be a little gold, little, little tiny nugget. And especially in many cases as what has happened with John Garside. My buddy John Garside, he'll listen to this podcast and then he'll tell me that... Uh, he was thinking of something, and then I said that same thing in the podcast. It was like a reassurance of the thing that he was just talking about or thinking about. It just blows my mind. So, now to get back to this found poetry here. This is from Alexander Nond Langfeld. Uh, you can email this person if you want. Maybe this sounds interesting to you. Guest, this is this is them. Guest at r e g a d m dot g o v dot u a. Guest at r e g a d m dot g o v dot u a. And this is where Alexander N o n d h. Then his last name is Lang L a n g f e l d t. This is where he is. From. So I want to give you this email. This might interest you. 
and uh, you might feel like this is a good job to, to take up here. Okay, so Alexander Nanz Langfeld, Head of International Transaction Banking, Second Floor, 3000 Faha Nonyo Thin Road, Chamfan Subdistrict, Chetuchak District, Bangkok, Province 10900. Attention, beneficiary. Your inheritance funds of $32.6 million. This is to notify you that your overdue inheritance funds has been gazetted to be released via key telex transfer, parenthesis, KTT, unparenthesis, hyphen, direct. Let me read that little piece. Uh, they've been gazetted to be released via key telex transfer, KTT Direct wire transfer to you by the Senate Committee for Foreign Overdue Fund Transfer. Meanwhile, a woman came to my office a few days ago with a letter claiming to be your true representative. Here are her information. Name. Bingelageli Peterman. Bank name ANZ, and they put up her account number. Please do reconfirm to this office as a matter of urgency if this woman is from you, so the bank will not be held responsible for paying into the wrong account name. The Reserve Bank Governor, Executive Board of Directors, and the Committee for Foreign Overdue Inheritance Fund have approved and accredited this reputable bank with the Office of the Director, International Remittance, Foreign Operations, <coughs> to handle and transfer all foreign inheritance funds this second quarter payment of the year. However, we shall proceed to issue all payment details to the said Mrs. Peterman if we do not hear from you within the next seven working days from today, you should forward all your information, one, your full name and address, two, your phone and fax number, three, your state ID, Congratulations in advance. Best regards, Alexander Nontelangfeld, Head of International Transactions, Second Floor, 3000 Faha Nonyanthin Road, Chamfan Subdistrict Banking, Chatu Chak District, Bangkok, Providence, 10900. So if you want to email them and let them know that you are actually the true beneficiary and you want to get a hold of that money, or who knows what they got. Who knows what they got? I'm not going to promise it's money. It might be diamonds. Right? It might be diamonds. But at what price, we must ask ourselves. But at what price do I receive the diamonds? Don't know what's attached to that. Do you? Does you? Do you? Does you? You never know. You just never, ever know. You never, never, ever, ever, never know. Never know. So, on that note, I will invite you, me, CEC, will invite you to email me your audio, please. Inspiratoprojecto at gmail.com. How nice does that sound? Email me your audio. What are you doing out there? What's the weather? What, what latest dream did you have? What's the newest synchronicity you had? What's the most interesting theory about the universe you've had? What, who are some of your favorite friends and why do you like them so much? How many friends do you have in your life and or family members and or teachers and or... Associates, 
bosses, co-workers, etc., 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 and so forth. How many of those people in your life are inspiring? How many of them inspire you? Put a spring in your step, get you with the giddy-up, and rocking and rolling. How many of them are there? What are their names? What's so awesome about these people, I want to know. I'm going to personally put this into my little archive booklets. We're going to lock them away in the archive down there in the basement. They're going to be safe. Let me know who these people are. Let me know what's inspiring you. When we bring that out in the open like that, when we go, okay, this person in my life is my friend. Why? Well, because this and this and this and this and that. Uh, with the, with the reasons what, the reasons that we find, okay, so the reason, the reasons that we come up with that we find in pointing out of these people as to why they're, they are our friends, why we consider them our friends. Well, first of all, it might be good to define in our brains what is, what is a friend? What is a friend? What does a true friend do? What, what do you, what, what makes you a good friend? What does that mean? What does that mean? What does that mean? We might have family members, but are they our friends? We might have co-workers, but are they our friends? We might have acquaintances, associates, subsidiaries, but are they our friend? At what point do we invite someone into our habitat? At what point do we start making crazy faces in front of them? At what point do we start enhancing our accents and all of our dialects? At what point do we start talking about it? When do we really let it loose? When? Do we feel comfortable around them? Do they tear us up? Do they tear us down, build us up, build us down, tear us up? <laughs> And in which way but loose? And in which way but loose? Oh, that's right. And in which way but loose? And in which way but loose? So right now. And in which way but loose? And in which way but loose? Oh, that's right. And in which way but loose? And in which way but loose? So, friend, what makes a friend a friend? What makes us want to keep hanging out with them? Do they make us feel good about ourselves? That's another thing to investigate. Go through them. Go through the list. List the traits. What are the traits that you notice about yourself in these people? What are the reflections that you notice of yourself in these people? Chances are those might even end up becoming the reasons why we like that person in the first place because we see ourselves within them, which is great. So we see elements of ourselves within them. Are these valuable? What, what, what kind of value do we hold for each of these? What do we hold value in? Do we hold value in the encouragement, in the encouragement? Do we hold value in the collaboration, in hearing more yeses than we hear no? And hearing, yeah, let's roll with it. Then hearing, ah. Uh, don't wanna, ain't gonna. What feels better? What feels better? Walking through a grocery store and you're stopped at every corner when you're walking along and there's always someone walking in front of you or, or, or uh, uh, walking too slow or cutting you off or blocking your view of what product you need up on the shelf. What, what is better? What do you prefer, that? How does it make you feel? How does that make you feel? Or do you like the times when you go into the grocery store, you can easily move around, easy, no problem, simple, there's the stuff. Look at that, no line, going to get in line, I'm going to check out. Which one's more preferable? Do you stop and go traffic on a freeway? Do you really do you like that? Some hold a lot of value in that because they listen to their radio. Maybe they're listening to the podcast and that stop and go traffic. So they want that stop and go traffic to be as slow as possible. They're not in any hurry to get to work. 
So they're like, please, please take my mind away. Calgon, take me away. So they're just tuned in, turned on, tuned in. Turned on, tuned in. Tapped out? No, not tapped out. Tapped out of the Matrix, perhaps. Not tapped out, out. Tapped out to an outside perspective. By the way, I finished that video game unavowed. Whoa, huge twist ending. I guess there are four different endings once you get to a certain point. Uh, I was very astonished by my ending. Choose your own adventure. Choose your own adventure. Once you make the decision, you gotta be, you're responsible for the reverberations, aren't you? You push over the domino, you're responsible for the, for the reverberations in some way, aren't, aren't you? Do you feel that you are? Do we feel that we are? If Yachtly Crew is playing and someone is inspired to go out and just hug everybody in the audience, are we responsible? If, we, if, if Yachtly Crew plays music and someone is crying so bad because it reminds them of their ex-wife... And they call up that ex-wife, and the ex-wife's like, stop harassing me. Is that our fault? Is that us? <laughs> uh, yes, and... Yes, for our output, we are responsible for what we're putting out. Yet the way that someone receives it, is that also our responsibility? How they're choosing to receive it. Do we have to own that? And if so, if we do own that and go, yep, I am responsible for you choosing to receive it that way. Well, then, are we responsible for their choices? Are we truly responsible for their choices, though? One person can listen to the same song and... With two people can listen to the same song and one person goes, Oh my god, I hate that. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. My crazy next door neighbor who I used to work with, he used to blast that in his truck all the time, and that guy, oh my god, he smoked like a chimney and he yeah, he just oh god, just loud and just just bitter guy. God, get me away from that song. No. Others might hear that song and they go, Holy moly. What a wonderful prom that was. What a marvelous prom that was. The lights were glistening. The moon was beaming. And everybody was a-dancing. Well, all I got to say to that right now is, uh, yeah, no which way be loose, yeah, no which way be loose, yeah, no which way be loose, yeah, no, yeah, no which way be loose, yeah, no which way be loose, yeah, no which way be loose, yeah, no which way be loose. Ladies and gentlemen, I think that's all for this segment, which is fine, which is fine. You know what, you guys, you know what I'm going to do? I just realized this. Okay, so COD, I went to College DuPage. The Belushi brothers went there. John and Jim Belushi went there. And they had this thing called the Prairie Light Review. Now, I don't know if I read any of these to you guys yet or not, but... Back in the day when I went to COD... Look at that. Look at that. How crazy is that? Wow, man. So these guys digitized it. They digitized each of these things, and they, they put them up online. Interesting. So you can actually download. Wow. Look at that. Crazy. September 8th. No. September 8th, no, summer, oh, summer, 8-1-1995. Holy, 
Oh, God, that's so crazy. Okay, 8-1-1995, fun for the family. Now, now, now let me first proceed this with uh, the fact that uh, Prairie Light Review was a magazine that was put out by volunteers, by students, uh, where anybody could submit artwork, poetry, any of that jazz. And I, I happen to be in a fiction writing uh, class with Brian Reedy, great guy, great, great, uh, great poet writer, and he told me about how he worked for it. And I said, oh my God, I would love to be one of the volunteers. So I would uh, volunteer my, unvolunteer my, my, uh, my stuff. And this was one of them. Page, uh, doesn't say which page. This is 1995. Uh, it's called Fun for the Family from the Prayer Light Review, volume 14, number three, article 22. This is called Fun for the Family. Here it is, my friend, Pez, my long-lost friend. How long has it been hidden away? Three years? More? In a dusty drawer under some old love letters. It's rather ironic, though, even while being hidden away in a dusty drawer, somehow it had the chance to visit China, Hungary, Yugoslavia. Pez is my vitamins, my drug. Every few moments I need my fix. When I eat them, I get cavities. How must I pay for all these dentist bills? Maybe I can give them Pez instead of money? Then my dentist will get cavities. Pez likes to live in plastic machines. Astronauts in a rocket ship, 12 bullets in a gun, a clam in a shell, underwear in a drawer, sardines in a jar, feet in shoes, pirates on a ship, squirrels in a tree. Why does Pez only come in three colors? Grape, lemon, orange. Oh well, I guess Pez is simple and predictable in many ways, but completely mysterious in others. Goodbye, Pez. So if you search for these, you could check out any of these old writings from long ago. Let's see what this does. Let's try this one. Should I read this? Let's see. Let's try this one. Hmm. Yeah, there he is, Brian Reedy, editor. Hmm. Wow, there it is. I remember that cover. It's so cool that someone decided to do that. It's so interesting because uh, <laughs> about a year ago, I had sent an email to them saying, hey, are you ever thinking of digitizing this? And they said, yeah, actually, we're nearing the end of digitizing it. How crazy was that? It just blipped my antenna. I decided to ask these guys, and sure enough. Oh, by the way, oh, my God, this is so exciting. This is so exciting. I'm just blown away here. i got to bring up this information. This is just too, this is just Functified, okay? So Orly Rodriguez, he's the guy who's putting together the Archivist, which is based on the Twin Peaks lore. Based on all the 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 Twin Peaks lore. Um from season three, from the from the dossier, from the uh uh the one that was put out Sometime before Tw Twin Peaks Season 3 came out, actually. Mark Frost put it out. And Orly Rodriguez decided to make a video game. All the characters are totally based on the characters. They're still, they still got the same names, but they're asking voiceover artists. They already got the ones they need, apparently. Uh, me and my buddy Jason McNeil, who I was in my first play with, along with Phil Donilon, who I talked about on a different podcast. 
Phil, Phil Donnellan, if you get a chance, check out the movie High and Outside. It's a movie he's in. So, oh, wow, it's so interesting. Phil Donnellan went to me, with me to uh, College of Dude, page two, now that I think about it. This is so interesting. So, uh, my buddy Jason McNeil and I, I was in the play with him, Golden Boy. He played my manager, Moody. I forgot what his first name was, something Moody. Phil played Eddie Fuselli. I played Joe Bonaparte. But a boxer who's also a violinist. And so everyone's, you know, he's tugged, he's tugged all over the place. You know, do, do I be a violinist? Do I be a boxer? If I'm a boxer, I'll, I could ruin my hands and I'll never play violin again, et cetera, et cetera. Yet Eddie Fuselli, it's this gangster. Anyway. Jason McNeil, one of my old-time buddies, He's, he became a, a voiceover guy. I've talked about him on the podcast before. He and I have been contributing voices to this archivist, this virtual reality game that Orly and, uh, and his team have been putting together. So this is what he says here. Amazing news. My project, The Archivist VR, has been nominated for a Discovery Award, Best Debut Experience at the Rain Dance Film Festival in London. The Rain Dance Film Festival is the largest independent film festival in the UK, and it is officially recognized by the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences USA, the British Academy of Film and Television Arts, and the British Independent Film Awards. Selected shorts will qualify for Oscar and BAFTA considerations. So guess what? I'm going to London. So excited for the hard work that my team members have put into this for all these months. This is one of the greatest achievements I could hope for. So, how crazy is this? Selected shorts. I mean, so it means that this is, what does that mean? Jason McNeil and I were, jo were joking. We were going, oh my God, wouldn't that be so fun? If we could start saying, uh, oh, this is, I, oh, yeah, oh, this is my friend, Jason McNeil, uh, Academy Award nominee. And, uh, oh, this is great. This is great. This is great. All right, folks. Um, that's all for now. Before you know it, I might be the Academy Award nominee, Kurt Clendenin. Imagine that if the archivist wins the best Academy Award, or if they win the Academy Award, I could say I'm an Academy Award winner, right? I would think anyone involved with the movie can say that they're Academy Award winner, right? Isn't that, isn't that how it goes? <laughs> so if a movie wins Best Picture, that means everybody in there technically should, basically they all win the award. <clears throat> At least that's how, I, that's how I think it should be. All right, folks, take care. Maybe we'll have some more, a little more, a little more later on. I have risen to you I have given to you But my vision is skewed I should listen to you I've got a mission to do You've gone and given me was the prettiest view on Sunday sitting with you but now I sit in this pew 
wishing I listened to you. Oh, how I wish to improve. I know your wish list is huge. God told me wishes come true. I hope he listens to you. I've been an ignorant dude I'm making dinner for two I will listen to you I've got two ears and one mouth Two ears for hearing you out You're here, let's clear up the doubt It's ready to burn Damn it, I spoke out of turn I need to listen and learn And listen to your concerns Hi, it's Mickey Dolans here. You're listening to Inspirado Projecto. We were speaking of belief, beliefs and conditioning. Whole belief possibly could be said to be the result of some conditioning. Thus, the study of history is simply the study of one system of beliefs deposing another, and so on and so on and so on. A psychologically tested belief of our time is that the central nervous system, which feeds its impulses directly to the brain, the conscious and subconscious, is unable to discern between the real and the vividly imagined experience. If there is a difference, and most of us believe there is, am I being clear? Examine these concepts requires tremendous energy and discipline to allow the unknown to occur and to occur requires clarity now, where there is clarity there is no choice and where there is choice there is misery but then why should anyone listen to me or should I speak since I know nothing <laughs> How's about some more steam? So this is a wedding video that I'm editing. Uh, and, uh, this is the... Okay, so this is the, the wedding video I'm editing. Hopefully you can understand, hopefully you can hear the audio. Okay, so they said he dropped out of Yale several times. I just had this idea. Wouldn't that be so funny if they're talking about someone who actually never went to Yale and they're just, like, inventing this crazy story, right? So I sit there thinking, like, what about, what if each person, or, okay, before I get it into the, into the larger scheme of things, would I, I imagine, like, a character who whose friends when they talk about him behind his back, well, behind his back, but when he's not around, it's always some dynamic, mythical story to others, to explain to others, you know, because we always hear stories about, people always hear stories about us. Um, so, what stories are we leaving them with? Or, and, in addition to that, what stories are we leaving them with to pass on of us? And, thinking about the idea of them actually inventing stories because every story that they share with us is their own slant on the situation and them incorporating their own opinion um, rather than just letting it shine through so I'm going to attempt to do more of that actually is to uh, 
give things without my without my opinion. Maybe that's what I ought to try to do. Um, and also just what what feels good to me, you know. Uh, but yeah, I just imagine how funny that would be is if there was this character who who's all their friends like, oh yeah, he's dropped out of Yale many times. Like, just alluding to this idea that this dude who is, like, maybe never, he's never gone to college, they're talking about him, like, being at Yale. I mean, in order to drop out of Yale several times, you have to actually be invited, right, to be a part of Yale or any college. They have to review an application, so imagine that. Each time he drops out is another time he's got to, he's got to send in another application, probably. I'm thinking. Anyway, that's an idea. I just got to give credit where credit is due. What you heard there was Listen to You, written by Lawrence August, played and sang by me. He has been my collaborator for... We've collaborated for many, many years now in a lot of different songs. You can listen to a lot of them on soundcloud.com slash cec... You can also look under soundcloud.com slash I am an orphan. That is the name I was using when I was uh, playing out there on the Sunset Strip. So he wrote that. I played it. We also heard a little piece there from the the, uh, awesome movie Head, which is uh, put together by the Monkees and... Jack Nicholson and Bob Rafelson, who those guys also helped work on. Uh, those guys also worked on Five Easy Pieces and, and, of course, Easy Rider. From what Scott was telling me, I guess it was the movie Head that actually gave Jack Nicholson and Bob Rafelson the money to be able to make Easy Rider, which is just phenomenal when you think about that. Creating, they created their own path. They made their own path, and then others saw what those guys did just on their own and decided, you know, I want I want these guys to be a part of this. It's really intriguing how that works. And so put a little of that uh, giblet in there. Also, an, a voice memo from maybe a year ago, half a year ago when I was working on a wedding video, which reminds me, I got to get back to editing these wedding videos. So that was a, a revelation I had uh, with the wedding video. You never know where inspira- inspiration is going to strike you. Inspirado, inspirado, never know, no, no, never, never know where it's going to flow, 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 where it's going to go, yo, yo. You never know, no, what's going to happen with Inspirado. You never know what's going to happen with Inspirado. Projecto. Each one of you, you, actually, you, you, right there, right there, you, 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 the one that's listening. Just think about right now the last time you experienced a coincidence, synchronicity, something intriguing, something enlightening, something filled with revelation, insight, epiphany. Etc. and so forth. Think about it. Hold it in your mind. Get excited about it. Magnetize more. And let me know, please, what that is. And what new ones emerged in the meantime. You can send me a message on Anchor, if you have that app, which is phenomenal. Find me here, Inspirado Projecto Podcast. We are also known as Inspirado Projecto Radio, Adio, Adio. Inspirado Projecto Audio, Audio, Audio. Inspirado Projecto Wavicle, 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 Wavicle.
Inspirato Projecto is uh, mine. It's yours. It's theirs. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm. Send me a minute of you eating a sandwich or chomping on pretzels. Go ahead. Send me, an, uh, send me a minute of you talking with your mouth full. Send me 20 minutes of you mowing the lawn. 20 seconds. I mean, one minute. Send me one minute of you not making the bed. One minute of you jumping on the bed. One minute of you brushing your teeth. Send me a minute of the sound of you making coffee. Send me a minute of the sound of you drinking coffee. Send me a minute of the sound of you grinding coffee beans. Send me a minute of the sound of the percolator. Send me a minute of you opening and closing the fridge. Should you decide to accept this mission, guess what? You just made your first podcast. There's no rule about how long a podcast is. So how about this? How funny is that? I feature your... You send me a minute, we call it a podcast episode. Simple as that. There you go. How about this? You make your podcast, your entire podcast could just simply be the things that you enter into It's Brought a Projecto. And then I play on there. How fun is that? Easiest podcast in the world. One minute. I'm sure you could find something that you could do in a minute. Anything. Sound of you washing your car, pumping the gas. Close up, of you t close up of you tying your shoe. Close up of you cooking up the eggs. Close up of you uh, uh, opening up your TV dinner. The crickles, the crackles, the, the crinkles, the crankles. This kind of stuff. That kind of stuff. There it comes on. So send it to me. Send it to me through Anchor if you like. You can email to me through inspiratoprojecto at gmail. Mmm. Mmm. This is made by Newman's Own. All prof profits to charity. Mmm. Mmm, mmm, mmm. You, you can make a band called the Charity Profits. There it is, Charity Profits, P-R-O-P-H-E-T-S. And they prophesize how much people are going to uh, donate to them, to a charity. Newman O's, Hint O Mint, Cream Filled Mint, Chocolat, Cookie, Chocolat, Cookie, Oh, mon Dieu. Monsieur, mademoiselle. Hmm? 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 Monsieur. Uh, what, uh, what are you uh, doing here, uh, monsieur? Don't mind me, I just... Don't mind me. I just... I just stubbed my toe. I just stubbered my toe. Don't mind me. I just stubbered. I just stubbered my toe. There, Curry. Eh, Curry. All right, folks. 
I think we're out of here. I think you're out of here. I think Dr. Gonzo's out of here. We will talk. We'll talk to you later. However, later is just as now as it was as it was uh, a moment ago.